Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, enjoying that Florida sun, Tommy. What up, though? So it's been, shoot, crazy. The NCAA tournament, uh, just when you thought uh, it was boring, uh, wasn't no good teams, San Diego State and Florida Atlantic of all the, the two teams playing a thriller. Um, shout out to uh, Brian Dutcher, longtime Steve Fisher assistant, uh, finally getting his time to shine as a head coach. Unbelievable finish. Uh, I know a lot of coaches in that, in that situation would have let this guy with a call timeout, regrouped. Hell, he just said he was out of plays and let his guy go one on one, and lo and behold, he he wins it at the buzzer. So that was a hell of that was ballsy because <laughs> I for sure would have called a timeout. That was crazy. And did you see like the replay? Like he barely almost stepped out of bounds. They wasn't gonna call it anyway, but mm-hmm. that was one hell of a shot too, man, to send them into uh, the finals, man, the, the final two. Yeah, so we got the San Diego State. Um, playing a UConn team that's been dominant this this whole tournament. Um, I watched UConn a couple of times this this year. They look good, but if you would have told me they would be dominating the tournament like they are right now, I I, I wouldn't have believed you. No, I I definitely wouldn't have believed you either. And this tournament, man, has just been crazy. Like the final two teams, they just. They the best two teams out of the bunch, man. Like they they bowed their way through the final two teams. They really deserve it. Honestly, I I, I love San Diego State, man. But I'm a roll with UConn. Um, they just look like they like you said they've been the dominant team. And if you don't score at least 80 points against those guys, 85 points, you're not gonna win. So I don't see no game going into like a low 70s. And yeah, hopefully you, San Diego State can keep up. Like both teams have have played. Great defensively um, in the tournament, but UConn offense has just—it's another gear. I mean, the final, the final four game. I mean, against Miami, they the UConn big man hit like the first like eleven points. Hit like two three pointers in a row. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, like if you can't put a now, my theory was also. Well, we, we, we'll get into the women in a minute. But my theory was also right about the women, too. And it just seemed like the same thing with UConn, man, is you got to really score against those guys. And it's going to be a really good game, man. Both teams ranked fourth and fifth. They both got 30 wins under their belt. I'm excited, actually, about this game. This game comes on today at 9, 9.20 p.m. Um, yeah, UConn is favored by seven. I, I have UConn winning. I don't have them winning by seven. Um, I do think San Diego State's defense keeps it a lot closer. Um, my only concern about um, San Diego State is where do you go from offense? I'm just, yeah. I'm just happy Brian Dutcher gets this this uh, shine. I mean, he he was an assistant under Steve Fisher for over 20 years, so I, I, it's just for him to to wait. To get his opportunity, I, I don't think he could have happened to anything. But I mean, you have two amazing coaching stories, really. You got Dan Hurley, um, better known as Bob Hurley's brother. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm excited. the The women's tournament, rightfully so, was the most watched Final Four in uh, women's history. My South South Carolina's. Finally lost. It got got done in by um, <laughs> Caitlin Clark. So I told you that girl is for real. Yeah, that girl is for real, man. She's nice. Yeah, very very close game. Um, I mean, if you had to pick somebody to lose, who I, I yeah. You know what's crazy? Like I told you, I got introduced to Caitlin Clark because I repped a Big Ten. Just like the the young lady said yesterday, she was messing with my SEC girls, all that stuff. 
I rep the Big Ten, so I've seen Kaitlyn Clark bury Michigan and shoot the lights out. We beat her a couple times, but I've seen her bury Michigan, man, just shooting the lights out from three. And I was like, man, this girl is special. And I think she's going to be one of the best to ever do it, man. And that girl can shoot from the damn parking lot, man. Yeah. You see her? Like, <laughs> yeah, it'll be. I mean, she's got the the, the swag. Um, I I know South Carolina lost, but I have mad respect to Don Staley for what she said after the game about um, things because I've heard certain things said about South Carolina uh, women's player th- throughout not only not only the tournament but throughout the season. Um, you saw uh, Angel Reese um, say something similar. Uh, she was representing for for girls that look like her. Um, so. Um, shout out to them to just taking the media um, to task, um, how it's covered, um, black women. Right, right. So, um, I don't know what the hell happened to Iowa during the during the championship game. No, that just. No, I. You know, I was pretty pissed off because. Honestly, it felt like they wanted LSU to win the game. I, I know that sounds crazy. No, it it, it doesn't because the horrible the, calls. Like the calls were terrible. So the one the one thing I will say in both tournaments up to that point, officiating hasn't really been an issue. Uh, but yeah, that was a poor. That was probably the worst officiating, and I watched a lot of women's um college a lot of WNBA that is top three worst officiated women's game I've seen in my life yeah I just was I was kind of surprised like how they just called they they called a lot of one-sided chicky pack fouls and I was just disappointed in that I wanted them to let them play it's a championship game let them play um the game should have been a lot closer than what it was so it just felt like you wasn't engaged, and they just ran away with the game. A lot of ticky tack fouls, and it was just like, this isn't what you want when you got a finals game, and you don't watch some amazing games come down to the wire, and then for it to come down to this. That's why I think tonight's game, Rodney, for the men's, I think it's going to be called closely, and it's going to be officiated closely. It's going to be a tight game, so it might keep the game close. We're expecting a blowout by probably more than seven points, but. Look at it probably within that five to six point range. It might be something. Yeah, like I, ha- that. I have UConn winning by four. Just yeah, I, I see that. I, this this tournament just has been. I don't want to say it's been a a terrible. You went from unwatchable games to two, well, one good Final Four game, and then. My, the the Miami UConn game, it was like UConn they came out on the run. The Miami had they running, and UConn just put their necks on Miami. Um, that, that game was hard to watch because I'm sorry, but if I'm a college, I'm not signing with Adidas. The Miami jerseys was hideous. <laughs> no, I I don't know. Look, I'm trying to figure out who the hell still signs with Adidas. For jerseys. I think Indiana did it for so long, and I was just so pissed off watching them. I'm like, I hated their Adidas. Well, and I it remember, like when, like, when Michigan uh, had Trey Burke, and, like, I remember, I think it was at Minnesota, they had a game where, like, the jerseys were just, like, getting ripped, like. Yeah, just horrible. It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when fucking North Carolina had those, uh, they signed a deal with Converse, and they had the cons <laughs> blue and all I just hated that whole movement that the jerseys were terrible. And it just, I didn't like, I just don't, it's something about Adidas jerseys, even Reebok. I don't even like a Reebok jerseys either. Yeah, Under, Under Armour jerseys seem to be um, better. I know like Notre Dame has the big Under Armour deal, but Adidas, they just make some hideous, like number 11 from Miami, like his numbers just look like they stuck two crowns on his, like. <laughs> <laughs> they stuck to Oh, it does look like that when you think about it, though. No. no, and it's just it go. It's a long line of like shitty jerseys, man. Like from, like I said, from the NHL to uh, NFL. It's just it, I'm not I'm not trying to front. It just seems like Nike. Now I don't seen some Nike shoes get blown out 
Zion. A lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> um, we just had that recently. Um, they weren't new shoes. They were like game worn shoes that he wore over like a span of like multiple games. Like, and he's going hard in the paint. Like, get this man some new shoes every game. Like, yeah, why I'm, is he I'm trying to. It just happened. What game was that in the tournament where they had the guy had to come out because they had to replace the shoe? It was weird. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you can't. If these guys are trying to be millionaires and you playing for a school, why they can't have a new pair of shoes every game? Like, why do they have to play with the same pair of shoes for multiple games and they're going hard like that? They're gonna blow out of those fucking shoes. Like yeah, it's it's. it's so Adidas do do better. I would just prefer at this point just give me Nike Under Armour, everything else is great. Hell, Adidas is so bad the NHL is not even renewing their contract and they're going with fan- fanatics moving forward. <laughs> That's messed up. And fanatics, fanatics. I love fanatics. Fanatics does multiple things with jerseys. They give you a, the ultimate cheap paper thin jersey, and they give you the. They're trying to get a jersey for every every part of the fan base that they can, from fucking Tyler's to women. They got like the cheapest of the cheap jerseys to the the top of the line jersey. Shout out to Fanatic. Yeah, so it was like one of those things where I read. I was like, damn, Adidas, you that bad? The, the NHL was like, no, we'll just go over here to Fanatics. Yeah, but Adidas is terrible when it comes to jersey and clothing. That's why when they got with Kanye, I was like, oh, okay, these. The shit's already tattered already anyway. That was yeah, so they kind of the yeah. And they shoot the the blue ivy collection has has went away. I don't I don't know where I did it go, but that shit was terrible. No Miami jerseys <laughs> is top five worst jerseys I've ever seen in my life. And I know me and you both love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. I love Kanye, but they had to produce some of the worst shoes of all time they have some good shoes they got some good clothing but like as it gets deeper and deeper like the shit is yeah. bad maybe it's just me or the design team is just like let's pass everything along that you guys fucking create because half the shoes look horrible not gonna even front and ain't defense people still bought the shit so <laughs> yeah it's just because of the name that's the bad part about yes. it the name. so major league baseball has officially started are you watching? I am watching and I am playing fantasy. I am playing fantasy baseball. Uh, brother, you are dedicated. 162 games. <laughs> and I'm stressed out already. Uh, I am still in the championships of the hockey. I am in the final two. I'm in a championship game of the hockey. I am tied up uh, 5 5 in hockey. I have until it ends on April the 13th, so I still got a little ways to go. But I'm getting my ass kicked in week one <laughs> of uh, baseball fantasy. So. Yeah, so baseball, I still feel like has a marketing issue. Because um, off the top of your head, who, who, who's your stars? Oh, man. You, man, they got a bunch of stars. But now, our, now, so. But are they being marketed right? Because you don't see like Trout, Aaron Judge. Um, yeah. You don't see, see them the on commercials about, like that. Well, you know what it is like. Okay, so with me being down here in uh, Orlando, you can't stop seeing these guys on goddamn TV. I was thinking to myself, you know how you see like the Red Wings players, or remember how we used to see Slay at home? doing Hungry Howie's commercials and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. they have a market for them. It's just back home, the Tigers suck so bad. Like <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Is it, is it because the Tigers just... The Tigers, I know it's only three games into the season, but they got me questioning if they're going to win a game. I don't think they're going to probably win two games this season. The way they, they get smoked. The, the Tigers are so bad. Like you, I watched the first three games. I'm like, well, damn, there's a 162 game. Can they win one? Man, can they win one? Like I, I'm, I'm praying and begging, like, please win one game. You got all the money to get people. And then you sign people that just don't. And I got, uh, I got, I picked up a couple of Tigers and I'm so pissed off. I did that too. And I'm trying to find a way to get the hell get these guys the hell away from me. I picked up uh, Javier Baez, and he's fucking terrible, man. Like, I, he hasn't done anything. Just, just bad. Yeah, just so bad all the, the the Tigers are are so bad. Like, Tampa Bay might have sold out a damn game. 
Yeah, like, and this is the thing too about about different um, markets and different teams. Like, Cabrera's retiring, so I guess you're trying to ride off of the Cabrera thing. But the Tigers, other than Miguel Cabrera, really don't have a star. Yeah, like they, everybody else is like, yeah, they they don't have a star at all. They don't. It's really bad. NBA winding down, getting closer to the playoffs. Your Mavericks keep getting further away from the play-in. Are you still willing to say that they're going to make at least a play-in? Oh, man, this is tough. Now, remember I went over the standards with you before, Rodney, and I was like, man, I was nervous for the Lakers at first, but they put a string of games together. And then for some Your reason – Your boy AD then came to play. Man, for real, like AD and then LeBron came back from injury. He balling. And I don't know what's going on with the Warriors and Clippers, but they just keep losing over and over again. It's, well, the Warriors seem to, like, I don't I don't know. They need to go do a save thing for when they on the road, something. Like, they can win at home, but the moment don't, the, the, the road is like they kryptonite. Yeah, and, and it's obviously not going to get home field advantage in this West. I'm just I'm not although right season. right now we, we do have an interesting matchup. I don't think anybody expected to see this possibly in the first round. But you could see Golden State Phoenix first round. Ooh, now that'll be nice. I, I definitely would love to see Golden State Phoenix first round. And Wiggins is coming back too. Yeah, they they just said he's he suspected uh back later this week. So that's interesting. I I do think Wiggins, because Wiggins gives them another defender, gives them another scoring option. Um, you got some interesting lineups. You can leave Wiggins in in pool, uh, which which your second your second team. So, I, I I would like to see how Golden State plays with with Wiggins available. I just I never thought that you would see. The standing, the the hell, because the standings are upside down. Sacramento has clinched. Denver mm-hmm. has clinched. Memphis, yeah, clinched. Yeah, um, and then you have like Phoenix, the Warriors, the Clippers, the Lakers, all bunched up. You got Dallas, which I don't, I don't know what you do at, at Dallas. I mean. Tim Hardaway is probably your second best player right now. I mean, this is the thing he, with Luca. Man, he's been like, the most consistent out of out of I guess what would be your big three of Tim Hardaway, Luca, and Kyrie. Yeah, for some reason, man, Luca hasn't been like they're giving up a lot too many points, man. And Luca hasn't been guarding people like that. Everybody that guards him, yeah, you got. You got two non-guarders and Kyrie and Luca, and yeah. Luca makes Kyrie defense look like a damn all NBA defender. So, yeah, I was watching the game the other day. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, guys are just blowing past both of them, and like they don't have no big help side defender. They need to start Javale McGee or something like for block. So, or something. I just, and and this goes back to why I question Jason Kidd. What the hell do you got J- uh, McGee just sitting on the bench for? At least, yeah. at least put him in there to be a rim, rim protector. I I don't know. Um, Jason Kidd has replaced Tom Thibodeau as my most hated coach right now. <laughs> oh man! No, you you know what? At the end of the day, I believe it is not J. Kidd's fault. It's the league, man, where you're trying to you trying to stretch the floor. It's, the it's Mark like Cuban's fart. Yeah. I'm, it's the league's fault, man. I'm blaming the league. What? I'm blaming Mark Cuban. Well, you got to think about the position they're in, right? So you put JaVale McGee at center, right? He can't. Go, he ain't good against uh, Jokic. He's not good against Sabonis. He's not good against Aiden. Not, I mean, you could keep going forever. But forever. So, so that goes back to he like Rudy Gobert. Like Rudy Gobert is like two seconds from being out of the league, man. Like you can't guard none of these guys that can shoot. And you know the unf- you. you know the unfortunate thing about the whole Rudy Gobert thing is Minnesota gave up all them draft picks to get him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the only part that sucks. 
Well, they got cat back, man. So hopefully, I mean, they got cat them. back. You got cat and Rudy Gobert, but the team does. D'Lo was gone. I mean, it... they got Mike Conley back for D'Lo, and Mike Conley's been playing pretty good. Yeah, it but, was on TV the other day. But Mike Conley is damn near forty. It seemed like Mike Conley look seemed <laughs> like he's been in the league for at least twenty years now. Hey, you remember on Coming to America when he was like, um, they like. Uh, 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 God damn it! Uh, Rocky Marciano against uh, uh, oh, Joe Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> he whooped Joe Lewis his ass. He's like 150 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Mike like yeah, Conley seems like he hasn't been in the league forever. Man, you ain't lying. But he putting up some points though, man. I, I, I shout out to Mike <laughs> Conley, man. He actually balling, and put up some decent points. We got to get better games out of like. Look at the game last night, right? So they lost to the Portland Trailblazers in a stunning loss. They need this game bad. Towns, where are you at? You had eight points, nine rebounds, three assists. No. No, we're not doing that. I got you gotta play better than that. I got a question for you since you brought up Portland. I'm gonna give you three teams. You tell me which one which team gets it together first. Mm-hmm. Portland, Minnesota, New Orleans. Oh, well, you got to look at it like this. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with, in, in order, I'm going to go New Orleans because New Orleans is really good. It's just Zion, man. Yeah, Zion, the, the new Mr. Glass. Yeah, and then Alvarado, he was injured too. But, man, when Zion comes back and Alvarado comes back, whole different dynamic, man. You got two guys that can give you good defense and put the ball in the hoop, penetrate to the hole, like, man, I, Give me those guys first. Uh, Pelicans is nice, man. You still got C.J. McCullough, Ingram. You still got uh, Valachunas. Like, they nice, man. They nice. They got some people on that team that can ball. My second one, though, my second one is going to surprise you. It's not going to be Portland, man. Portland in trouble, man. Yeah, that's what Portland I was going to say. Um, which makes me feel bad for Dame Dollar, but I, I don't know if Portland going to get in trouble in time. I mean, they got a young, they got a couple of good young pieces, man. I, I like the the Sheldon Sharp dude; he's pretty dope. Um, they got a couple other people that's decent too, man. Um, but, so, who won the Jeremy Grant trade? The Pistons support them. <laughs> oh, Pistons won that for sure. You know they shut all them guys down, man. You pick, you know what? What about Thibel, man? What's up with this dude? He was balling when he came to. Uh, remember the '76 that they drafted him? The Maurice uh, mm-hmm. Thibel dude does nothing. Matisse. He's he's bozo. He's a bumble. He's done nothing, man. Like I don't know a man that plays in the league every. He plays every damn near every game. That's one thing I can say. He's consistent, never injured. Plays thirty between twenty five thirty minutes. The last game he just played two points. Game before that eight points. Game before that eight points. He's averaging seven point four points a game. How the hell? He's in the league for nothing. He's does he's doing nothing. Else. He's grabbing like two or three rebounds. Yeah, one so, assist a game. He shoots the ball like two times. Yeah, so, I don't. Portland is that team where you like you want them to be good. Like we're from Detroit, you you want to root for Chauncey Dame as a likable superstar, but they just they just seem to be stuck. Man, really stuck. And then I don't like Minnesota. I just don't know. Where you like you lost so much draft capital giving Rudy Gobert. Um, I just I don't I don't see them being competitive. So you you probably are right. New Orleans is the, is the closest if Mr. Glass can stay healthy. Yeah, because I, I really like Dame Lillard, like I said, and I, I know Anthony Simmons, he a baller too, Sheldon Sharper baller. But after you get past those guys, Nurkic, it's man, nothing there. Fit. Yeah, Nurkic is iffy. Jeremy Grant, I don't know, man. And he's a free agent this year, too. I don't know how that's going to go with him. Cam Reddish, they picked him up because Jeremy Grant probably leave, and he hasn't been doing anything. Cam Reddish ain't did nothing since he was at Duke. Yeah, just terrible, man. And everybody else is, like, terrible. So, Justin Lillard hasn't been good. Uh, Trenton Wofford hasn't been good. They just... They don't have nobody. So before we get to um, our, our groups, 
NFL. We're getting closer and closer to the draft. Lamar Jackson. What happened first? Lamar Jackson gets signed by a team or goes back to the Ravens or Aaron Rodgers actually gets traded? Ooh. Okay. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers just committed to playing for the Jets, right? Yeah. But they still haven't, they still haven't discussed, like, the uh, part of that trade because he is part of the yeah, Green and, Bay and, and Green Bay clearly said there are no rush to trade him. Yeah. So, I think they, they literally gave up on him. But who are they going to trade? Like, I think they got the 13th pick. They got to trade a couple more things. So, I don't know. This is going to be tough. Yeah, I just... The the Lamar Jackson one is kind of bothering me. Um, and everybody knows if you've been listening to podcasts, under no circumstances in my GM that unless I'm like Atlanta, hell, it's about ten teams that would benefit from signing him. I just as. If I was a Lions GM, I'm staying away from Lamar. But I, I do think at some point, this is why you need an agent. Because I do think he's taking some of the things that um, happen in negotiation personal. I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he, has a, he has a point. He has a point, though, Rodney. Yeah, see, but, that's a, but, but so here's my thing. So I see his point, but then I also see Baltimore's point. But if you Baltimore, let's just say hypothetically Lamar finds a new team, right? Right. You can't tell me. You can't. How do you sell your fan base that we're going to go into season with Hundley as a quarterback? I mean, the stuff that I've seen this these past couple seasons – like, this is my thing. Baltimore is their own demise. Baltimore let a lot of great players go. I don't know what they're trying to do in Baltimore. It seems like they're not really interested in winning. They let them go a lot of defensive players. Well, that's they let the them go a lot of wide receivers. That's the same thing Aaron Rodgers said. Same complaint Aaron Rodgers had about Green Bay, right? They let all these players yeah. go um, early. A.J. Hawk. Um Charles he Wilson. Of, he had a couple of wide receivers. That Randall they, that Cobb, had, Jordy going. Nelson. Yeah, Jordy Nelson, Cobb, um, Adams this past season. I mean, it's just it's basically the same thing. And then uh you trade Hollywood Brown, you trade away a, a couple other. Yeah, you tra- you you traded and the, the crazy thing about Hollywood Brown, right? It was he's Lamar Jackson's best friend. Like they rolled to the game together, rolled to practice together, and then you trade him. Yeah, right. You trade him, and you don't even offer Lamar Jackson a, a big contract, and he's still helping you win games. So now, th- this this is what I, I feel like should happen, but it probably won't happen. You get Lamar Jackson the Kirk Cousins deal, three years, and get him a little. He's worth more money than Kirk Cousins, but you give him a fully guaranteed three-year deal. So you haven't right. really you haven't committed long term. He gets a fully guaranteed deal in the three years. Let him test the market again. Now, see, that that sounds really good to us, right? We like this deal, right? But Baltimore is not budging. I don't know what the hell is going on in Baltimore. They're not budging. And, and plus, you just seen Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones stats. I'm just going to do touchdowns and, and interceptions. And Daniel Jones got like, a, got like yeah. a... a, a <laughs> Ridiculous ahead, amount of guaranteed money. Man, look, he threw for 15 touchdowns and five interceptions this season. Last season, he threw 10 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Year before that, 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. And you gave that man how much? This is Daniel Jones. Are you serious? Off of, off of one year. Yeah, just just what? Now, now, listen to this, Rodney. Now, I love my Lions, right? But the Lions... Listen here, Detroit Lions, if you can hear me loud and clear. You got all these stars out here. You putting all your cards on the table in Jared Goff. I hate the Great White Hope Syndrome <laughs> around here because you putting all your cards off of one season that he had where we lost six games in a row, 
And then we wind up putting some games and stringing some games along at the end, beating subpar teams. They were they were in our division, but our division sucks. Let's be honest. Green Bay's terrible. Uh, Minnesota's terrible. Chicago's terrible. We beat those. We should have beat the Panthers. Okay, we beat a lot of teams that really weren't good teams. At the end of the, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Okay, we're getting better, but you got a a superstar, MVP, and Lamar Jackson on the table, and you're doing Detroit teams. Teams, teams. You're doing Detroit teams, and you're not going to get him. You well, said I'm gonna put my all my faith in the Jared Goff off of one season. Now, if he stinks up the place and doesn't do good, and Lamar Jackson gets signed somewhere else and tears the shit up, we're gonna be so upset, Rodney. We're gonna be sitting here eating our hearts out because guess what? Now we're trying to find that quarterback again to be to be the hope, and it's gonna probably take like three or four years, and we're gonna not do anything. We're gonna lose players. That's what's happening. Yeah, I well, you know where I stand at, at the, the the line with Lamar Jackson. Um, if they don't draft a quarterback or or get a serviceable backup, I will hit the roof. Uh, they got to do something, Rodney. Now, now, how do you feel about how do you feel about in our draft? Because now they're talking about the Lions possibly getting a quarterback. Um, in the first round, they're talking about possibly passing up on Jalen Carter. Every time I look at the mock drafts, um, they got them picking somebody else other than Jalen Carter, even from a uh, – and, and picking probably like Mozzie Smith for somebody else, like later on down the line in the middle, saying that he so, can possibly be So, a- I don't know. I, I still have a feeling that the Lions won't be using both picks, whether they trade down and and get draft capital for next year or they, they move up to get somebody. I just I I don't call it a hunch. Maybe somebody's so in love with Anthony Richardson, uh, or Will Levis that that they they move up to, to six. Um if if I'm the Lions I feel like if Jalen Carter is the best person on your board, you take him. I have him. Yeah. Okay. I have him as the third best prospect on my board, possibly second. Um, I like Will Anderson. I like him a lot. So I, I, the Lions go quarterback. Won't be as mad as I would have been if you said that like a month ago. But if you go quarterback, I don't, I'm not in love with any of the top quarterbacks this year. Yeah. CJ, CJ Stroud plays like he played good against Georgia, but he looked terrible in his two games against Michigan. Um, I I don't Levis looks like pro day darling him him and Richardson do but I mean Malik Willis was the same way Zach Wilson was the same way so I don't know now see now this is my whole thing for the draft Rodney right now I feel like it's a bust if we don't get these three guys with the last name of Wilson Carter <laughs> Or uh or or freaking uh Anderson. So you don't you, get one you're saying Jalen Carter, um, Ty, what is it, Tyrese Wilson, or Will or, Anderson? Yeah. If which, we not get one of those which is the top first, top three people I have on my board. Yeah, if you're and, not getting one of those guys, what are you doing? Something wrong. And the Lions organization, they they've come so far, and for you not to to keep going, keep striving to be better, you're doing something wrong. Like you have to get one of these three guys. Like you obviously have to get those guys. You got draft picks. Use your other draft picks like you did last time when you picked up Williams. Um, and you could probably pick up somebody else in the first round. Yeah, I I, I think I lean more towards Anderson or Wilson only because if you get either one of those guys, you can put Hutch on one side, put them on the other side now you have a a lethal edge combination for your defense the side argument to to 
um, Carter's, you could put him right next to Hutch and then make that a dominant side. That that would be now, the other. Now, I think we're forgetting about something, too. It was another young man that rose up last season, too. And he was on that opposite side. And they were balling, man, for a minute. And he had just as many sacks as Hutch. Yeah, but I, James Houston, I don't know. It seemed like he was in more of a specialist role last year. So we'll see. Um, yeah, and this is why the NFL is king because it's April. <laughs> and here we are yeah, we deep in, into a football conversation. <laughs> no, and look, hold on, wait. Before we before we get, I know we're about to jump right into our uh, our music, man, and, and our pick for best groups. But uh, I don't. I didn't want to say ignore the WWE uh, WrestleMania. I'm a huge WrestleMania fan. I'm a huge WWE fan. So. Of course, I got to put my two cents in. Um, <laughs> this is all you because I haven't been able to watch wrestling in a few years. So, so I, I'm gonna tell you. What, Although man, I do want to go to uh, what is it WrestleMania that's gonna be here? Or is it SummerSlam? I believe they bring in SummerSlam. Yeah, we want WrestleMania. We want WrestleMania to be here, but I don't know, man. That's that's gonna probably be some ways away. But yeah, SummerSlam will be here. I can't wait. But this this past WrestleMania was really good, man. The, the, these two days, Saturday and Sunday, the build-ups was really good, even from NXT. Those are some good matches. That's like the um it's like the developmental for uh for WWE uh for them for uh Raw it's, SmackDown. It's, it's their G League. Yeah, it's like their G League basically. And that they they put on a good show too. It was good to see uh man, I, one of the best matches of the night. I'm gonna make this real brief and quick. One of the best matches of the night. It uh, it had Sheamus in there. It had uh, uh, man, man. uh damn. Anyway, it was really it was a really good match. I'm trying to hurry up and breeze through it. Um, the name's gonna come to me in a minute. I don't know why I'm having a brain fart all of a sudden, but it's gonna come to me in a second. But oh, it had Drew McIntyre. It had um, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. Anyway, whatever. That was a good match. Um. I was upset that the Usos lost to Sami Zayn. Um, yeah, I was pissed off about that. But and they lost both the undisputed titles. I was pissed off about that. The Tribal Chief, he got his, uh, he held onto his title. He beat uh, Cody Rhodes. I was happy about that. Um, Bianca Belair, I was happy that she beat Oscar. Um, yeah, it's just a, a lot of good matches, man. A really, a lot of really good matches. Ronda Rosley won her match too with Shayna Baszler. So, yeah, I was really happy about all those good matches. Um, shout out to the WWE. Oh, Snoop Dogg made a special guest appearance. Um, I heard um, Snoop Dogg with the talk <laughs> of my um, fourth <laughs> hour today. So, <laughs> Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Well, he put on a damn good improv because the owner's son, Shane McMahon, had came out and he was doing like a, you know, he was coming out there to, kind of show up another wrestler and he wound up blowing out his knee so in the middle of showing out showing up another wrestler he blew out his knee and couldn't perform so snoop dogg to the rescue he came in put on an improv show laid out a couple of hits laid the guy down and then did his own little uh people's elbow like on the fly it was pretty dope it was slow as hell but it was dope so yeah <laughs> yeah i was i was excited about the whole wrestlemania man and i, I got a chance to watch it with my family i was at the airport watching it and <laughs> <laughs> Wanted up watching the day number two here in uh, Orlando, so I was happy about the whole sequence, man. So, so you in sunshine and you was watching WrestleMania, <laughs> man. I was watching WrestleMania, man. I, I'm a diehard wrestling fan, man. I can't let it go. One of my things I just held on to me from childhood, man. I, I that and video games. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna put it down. I'm gonna be like a hundred years old doing all that. So, yeah. Um... I'll pick video games back up when NC when they come back out with NCAA college football. Man, you're not ready to scare the shit out of yourself with uh, Resident Evil, man. I've been playing that, and whew, that's a damn good game. It's a damn good game, man. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Uh, you ready to get back to it? Yeah, I'm ready to dive dive right in, brother. Let's dive right okay, into it. Okay, so. Um, Last time, what did we do? Um, 20 through 
15. So we got to do 14 through 10 on our best hip hop groups of all time. Um, so I'll start. All right. So at 14, I have the only one of these groups that ever won an Oscar. Oh, wow. I think we got the same one. I think we had talked about this the other day. Yeah, so at 14, I got 3-6 Mafia. I got 3-6 Mafia also at 14. Um, one of my favorite groups of all time, man. Like, how can you not respect 3-6 Mafia, man, and and they grind? Awesome. They, shoot, they really... I'm trying to think, but I believe they were the first group I listened to or first rapper I listened to that was from Memphis. Now, now I would be lying to you if I did uh, tell you that, that, that they were um, the first rapper that I... Now, I, I did know that they exist, but I just didn't really listen to them like that. The first person that I listened to was uh, A-Ball and MJG. Not going to even lie, man. <laughs> like, that was the first... Uh, it was the first rap group that I uh, heard from Memphis, man. I was like, what the hell? Mm. And, like, they just blew me away, man. But, no, I, I definitely respect uh, 3 Six Mile. But I remember when they first came out, man, like, everybody was, like, talking about how demonic they were, man. And, you know, they were one of those, like, horror card type of groups. But I never really got that from them, man. Like, yeah, once I, I, started I still really don't to them, get that vibe. So, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Gangster Boo. Yeah, man. And then they done spawned some of the best ones. Juicy J, brother, man. Project Pat is one of my favorite rappers, man. So, out of Memphis, that's my guy. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, shout out to 3-6 Mafia. I love that pick. They definitely right there at my number 14, too. Could have been a little higher, man, but yeah, I'm kind of like a classic groups type of guy, so. Okay, so at 13, I have UGK. Oh, nice, nice. Love UGK. Definitely definitely one of my favorite groups, man. Dang, man, that's tough right there. I got UGK a little, it's a little bit lower. Okay, yeah, this, um, like before, this is is where you kind of start splitting the hairs, um, but shoot, UGK Three Six Mafia. I think I kind of started listening to them around like the same um, time. Um, my rest in peace, Terrell. But he was really the person that got me into um, both of those groups because I wasn't really a other than the Ghetto Boys. wasn't really into um, Southern groups like that. So, right, right. No, I feel you on that. I feel you. It, no, it, it makes plenty of sense. Like I, I feel the same way you feel about that too. I, I, I actually wanted to put them. Uh, I wanted to put them lower than what I have them, but I, you'll run into them in a minute. I'll tell you where I got UGK at. I just, uh, yeah, you're right. It's about splitting hairs right now, so I'm gonna get on down to it. Um, Boogie Down Productions is my next one, man, and. I know you're going to say, like, damn, you got Boogie Down Productions up so high because I'm a huge KRS-One fan, man, and I thought, like, some of those some of those doggone uh, KRS-One hits was just crazy, but, yeah, he carried Boogie Down, uh, Boogie Down Productions, man. He basically was the front man, and he got to be one of the best rappers, like, one of the GOAT rappers, so for me to have him as my number 13, like, you know that this is going to be a tight one. Yeah, I have them... Um little bit um higher i should say okay i respect that yeah so they're they're coming up uh but so at 12 i since we we said we could we could do um pairs i have dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince okay parents just don't understand summertime um Will Smith, one of the first rappers to go Diamond, DJ Jassy Jeff, iconic DJ. Um, I just seen him DJ an event. Is he he's still uh, amazing to this day? So I, I had to put 
DJ Jazz. He Jeff in the in the Fresh Prince on here. It's sad because a lot of a lot of like younger people never really they didn't get to experience that that whole uh, era. Right, right. No, I I love DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, man. I just I don't I actually have them sitting outside of my top twenty, man. So Yes, I understand. Like I said, splitting hairs at this point. Yeah, definitely splitting hairs at this point, man. And I whew, man, it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Um Yeah, dang, man. I whew. Cause like some of these man, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, I'm looking at my list, man. I Somebody's like, got to go. Yeah, somebody got to go. I don't want to do like I did last time. Remember how you said you looked? Rodney was like, I looked at your list and you done scratched all types of shit out. <laughs> I keep, I'm scratching people out left and right. I'm like, wait a minute, why we didn't do top thirty or something? Like this shit's so tedious. Mm-hmm. You, you're killing me, Rodney. You're killing me. You're killing um, me, Smalls. <laughs> you're killing me. Um. I wanted to put this group in my top. Uh, oh, man. I'm gonna go with De La Soul, man. Number oh, twelve. We, we we are so close on these. Um, I had them a little bit higher. Oh man, I, and I, I you know I love me some De La Soul, man. I love De La Soul. I just I'm so disappointed. I got them like so far up, man. Yeah, I have them uh, just a, a little bit. Um, they'll be on the next podcast for me, but okay, all right. Um, Respect that. Yeah, my my coworker uh, is a huge fan, so I'm quite sure when he hears it, he's gonna be like, "How how many? How did he not have them in the top ten? I can hear it now." That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm literally listening to De La Soul like over and over again, man. I'm a huge De La Soul fan. Yeah, especially like, since they um. Hit his streaming, so yeah, because they didn't have that for the longest. They was fighting for them rights for the longest, man. But yeah, and then my next one, I know you're gonna be like, "Oh, I had them higher," so I know where you had them at last time, last week. But okay, so at eleven, I got Styles P, Jadakia, Sheik, got the locks at eleven. Oh wow, um. No, I love the locks, man. The locks, they're nice as a group. They just don't have enough for me, man. Like, I love them as a group, but it's like they got better individual albums. But as a group, they they are right as a group. They just don't have a lot of uh, a lot of hits, man. I I do have them. Uh, I have them on my list, man. I they're gonna be a little bit, just a tad bit further down, but um, and I it feel like they just didn't have enough hits. Um, dang man, I, cause I, I, it was either you put them on or you scratch them out. <laughs> it is on this, so it is what it is. But I, I do love, I do love Jada Kiss individual styles, P and, and Chic individual. She got some little nice hits too, man. Um, this is gonna be no surprise. I said I'm a huge Beastie Boys fan, so I have Beastie Boys as my next pick. Mm. Yeah, I had them. I had them to start my list, so. Yeah, you told me you didn't like Beastie Boys that much, and I'm like, man, last <laughs> month we called this year, Intergalactic, man, like, what you want? Like, I, I just, I'm a huge Beastie Boys fan, man, so. Yeah, I'm I'm not. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I can see, I can see. Yeah, uh, but it's funny, because I have a couple other groups from their era, um, higher up on my list. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you surprised me with a couple of uh, a couple of your picks. I was like, "Yo, what's going on here?" Like, right? <laughs> you ain't pick none of these. I, you surprised me, especially with the Public Enemy one. Yeah. So, well, my my t- top ten just to preview um, next week. Um, it's all heavy hitters. Yeah, Very, I think mine's uh, like mine's a heavy hitters too. Yeah, like you had, like I still got to get to Boogie Down Productions, De La Soul, the Fugees, um, Tribe Called Quest, it's KR, it's, it's Wu Tang. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like 
you got Outkast, Run DMC, Tribe Called Quest, Wu Tang, NWA. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm the roots. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, man. Like you got to yeah. surprise me, man. Yeah, I, 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 I got some stuff. Uh, Sure, I still ain't. We still ain't got to NWA either. So who, who knows? That's what I was saying. Like you get, it's getting really low down there, man. It's yeah. Getting low. Yeah. Yeah. Like somebody got to go. Yeah, that's what I said. Let me let me start to scratch off and put back on game again. <laughs> yeah. This... I, I hate to drop some people, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, LB. Um... It's funny because I was talking to a student today and they was like, well, all y'all have is NWA. I'm like, hell no. I'm like, the era of early hip-hop was nothing but groups. Like, NWA uh, was iconic, but they weren't the the only, only group out there. And, like, I guess what makes that era so different is you had the different styles. Of groups, yeah. whether it was NWA, um, you had Tribe Called Quest that just had a whole different sound, whole different message. The the Fugees, um, Wide Club, More Hill, just the way they um, did things. A little bit later on, the, the Roots had a whole different dynamic. So I I just feel like that air, I don't I don't know if it'll ever be replicated because. It's not that many groups out there, and like for like Wu Tang to kind of for them all have all their solo projects, but still be a group. Same thing with the Roots. I don't I don't know how many if we'll ever see groups have that longevity. Right, and you know what it is right now too. A lot of a lot of hip hop over these past few years is based on individual success. So. A lot of people that did have groups, um, they didn't have longevity. And, like, they had come out with a few songs here and there, but then they'll, they'll break up or they'll go on hiatus. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's not the same as it is before. It's individual success. And plus, guys are doing different things to make sure they leave outside of groups by producing songs and doing other things. So it's just so many different uh, facets and so many different ways to, like, go through hip hop that you don't even need a group anymore. So it's tough. Groups are a thing of the past, which sucks. Because I really love groups, man. Hip hop groups are everything. Yeah. So it just I I I missed this era um, of hip hop because I don't even know. Like I know Jay Z and like Kanye did Watch the Throne, but like for Redman and Method Man to come together and do the two Blackout albums. Like, I don't even know if you'll see anything like that ever again. Yeah, you won't. You won't. And that's what you got right now. You got guys that have individual success and then they'll come together and create albums. So you got Lil Wayne doing albums with everybody, Drake doing albums with everybody. Like, they're technically not groups. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you got Drake and Future. You got uh, Drake and 21 Savage. You got uh, we we had Eminem at one point with Royce the Five Nine with Bad Meets Evil. Like you said, we had Kanye, Jay Z. You got so many guys. You had uh, what was that? Collie Grove with uh, Lil Wayne and Two Chains, and you just got who, all who these different Wiz people Khalifa coming do in. With, uh... Oh, is, didn't he do something with Big Sean? Yeah, oh, so no, I say the, the Cabin Fever series, but I think that Cabin Fever was like by itself. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's I don't know I, this this era of the groups and uh, people. I don't. They say never say never. I don't never see it happening again. Uh, I don't never see like back in the day where you had the Def, Def Jam tours with. Method Man, Red Man, JG, DMX, like Ja Rule, like all of them all on the same tour, like that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that's not that's a thing of the past and it's not gonna happen again. And that sucks, man, because I think those are some of the most epic fun times and you live through those guys. I love watching the uh the uh, the tours and stuff that the, you saw all these people go on the, from the Up in Smoke tour to Jay Z and his tour with that he had with uh with DMX and uh, what was it a Hard Knock Life tour yeah. you saw that 
And then they did a behind the scenes, and then you'll see them like shooting dice and like having fun backstage. Like you won't see none of that no more. Like those those is all dead, man. Like that was a good time in hip hop. You saw guys come together to make something special and unique, and it just they fed off each other and it was like natural. Now you get these guys that come together and they put some of these collab albums together and it just you won't get a a good co- the last good collab album, which which sucks to say. Is the one that just came out uh, last year, which is uh, 21 Savage and Drake. Like, the give and go on there was nice. So, I don't know how long they've been waiting to put that out. But it's like they really took their time with that. And other than that, nothing. Like, other than that, really no good collab albums. Yeah, so... I'm 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 just feeling bad for for our younger hip hop fans because they they won't get to experience that. And like when we talk about the golden age of hip hop, like that plays a part on why the the '90s through mid 2000s was like really the golden age because you had you had the groups, you you had collaboration, you had unbelievable tours. Um, so I I don't know. In other news, we we may have a studio home um, next week or the week after. So, all right, man, I can't wait, man. Uh, yeah, new this s- is gonna be no, no. Sound- go ahead, Rodney. Sorry. I was gonna say new soundboard, new mics, um, some some dope furniture. All the furniture is here. The soundboard came today. Um, studio lighting, so it's 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 gonna be nice. Yeah, and I can't definitely wait. I'm getting a lot of people asking, "Hey, when are you guys? We want to, we want to see you guys like go live and be on YouTube and have some streaming." I'm hearing a lot of people mention that. Also, I'm hearing people say, uh, "When are we going? When are you guys going to have special guests? Or when are you going to?" That's all going to be in the works. So yeah, so it's yeah, um, yeah so camera, sound system, all of that set. Um, just a matter of them finishing construction and and um i I was there um thursday and friday last week um talked to the contractor the contractor was like man you got you got some high quality lighting um taking the delivery like i said the soundboard came um today i was just looking at it um before we restarted recording so um, streaming is is coming. We got the laptop and camera to, to do all of that. Uh, hell, we, I even got some wireless mics that we can use too. So, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, going all out for sure, for sure, man. Just to give you guys the ultimate experience. We we love our fans. We enjoy talking and amongst each other too, man. It, it feels like whenever I talk to my brother Rodney, it just feels like I'm talking to a friend that I had all my life, and we just conversing yeah. on life man and i think that's how we mesh so well like that's dearly my brother and i'm excited about the next step and the next move man this studio is gonna be something really big man so y'all stay tuned yeah so well my brother's down there enjoying the 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 sun i'm gonna bring something back yeah, I'm bring please, back, bro. Please, please bring some back, bro. Please bring some because it was it started out nice today but then that damn rain came and it was like nope uh so oh, man yeah i feel bad i feel no, bad right no, no, i'm soaking up all this 90 some degrees i no. think it was like 97 today man with a low of what 70 i'm about to go outside and jump in the damn it's actually 87 right now so i'm gonna go outside and go jump in the pool real quick you know well enjoy and have fun with the the, the wife and kids uh thank you brother thank you yeah y'all, y'all deserve it yeah Shoot, we'll we'll catch y'all in the B side. It's it's an outside chance that 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 if not the next podcast, the the one after we'll, we'll be in the studio. So, all right, for me and Rodney, we'll holler at y'all. Peace. Yeah, we'll catch y'all on the B side. Yes, sir.